Hi everyone and welcome to Italmud 2.0. We're going to start from the bottom of 4b in Moed Katan and Dalet on the Bays um, from Abaye Shara. The words Abaye Shara, um, which are four lines up from the bottom, the last three words on the line if you're in the original text um, on 4b. Let us begin. Abaye Shara Livnei Bar Hamdach Lishachufe Nara. Abaye permitted the people of Bar Hamdach to clear out a river during Chol Hamoed from the branches that were growing in it, as Rashi explains. From the branches that were growing in it. Rabbi Yirmiya Sharluhu Levnei Sevachavta Lemichra Nahara Tamima. Rabbi Yirmiya permitted the people of Sechavta to um, dig away a clog that had um, come up in the river. Um, which wasn't allowing the water to flow. Rav Ashi allowed the people of Masa Machasia to clear away um, a, Rashik tells us, a sandbank from the middle of the Burnitz River, which again was keeping the water from flowing. Amar... And he said, what was the reason that they allowed this on Chol HaMoed, when usually you wouldn't be allowed to do such a thing? He said, since the public drinks, these are water sources for the public, um, then it's like the needs of the public. And for the needs of the public, you're allowed to do what would otherwise be prohibited on Chol HaMoed. As we learned in the Mishnah, you can tend to all of the needs of the public during Chol HaMoed. Okay, the Mishnah said. Now we're gonna now we're gonna look at the Mishnah. Umisaknin, and we're going to five A. Hamad Aleph. Umisaknin as kilkule hamayim shabrushusarabim. You're allowed to fix the damaged cisterns that are in the public domain. So the Gemara makes an inference and says, Chatita in Chafira lo. Seemingly the inference here is, is that you can fix damaged cisterns, so you can clear the cisterns of debris. That would be allowed. But you cannot dig new cisterns um, on Chol HaMoed. Amar Yaakov Am Yochan, Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Lo shanu elashein rabim shrichin lahem. They did not allow digging new... No, sorry. Lo shanu elashein rabim shrichin lahem. They did not say that you are not allowed to dig new cisterns except where the public does not need them for the festival itself. However, if the public does need those cisterns in order to get water on the holiday, then you mutter, then you, it is allowed to dig them on Chol HaMoed. So now the Gemara is going to ask, so that's Rabbi Yaakov, um, Rabbi Yaakov in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that's his qualification to this rule, that you're only not allowed to dig a new cistern if you do not need it for the public for the holiday, but as long as you do, you'd be allowed to. Now the Gemara is going to ask, Now, where the public needs them for the festival, is it really permitted to dig a new cistern? Didn't we learn in a Braisa? You can clear out the pits, the ditches, and the caves. Of an individual during Chol HaMoed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it need, 
And of course, it need not be stated that you, are, of course, are allowed to clear out those of the public. But you're not allowed to dig new pits, ditches, and caves of the public. And you don't even need to say that this is true for an individual as well. My love. So we see clearly that the Bryce is telling us that you're not allowed to dig a new pit on the holiday, on the Cholamoid, even if it is for the public. My love, now seemingly, isn't it true? Isn't it true that we're referring to where the public needs them to have water for the festival? And yet the Brysa seems still seems to say that it's not allowed. You're not allowed to dig a new pit. So we respond, low, no. The Bryce is talking about where the public does not need the pits in order to drink water on the festival. And that's why it will be prohibited. But certainly if they do need it for the festival, then they could dig new pits. But now the Gemara is going to say that that doesn't seem to be the appropriate, the, the correct way of understanding the Brysa. Because look at the parallel in the case of the individual. If you're telling me, it has to be that the case of the individual, I'm sorry, if you're going to um, tell me that in the case of the public case in the Brysa, it's it's where you don't need them for the festival, and that's why we don't allow you to dig a new pit. But wait a minute. Then we'd have to say that the case of the individual is also where you don't need it for the festival. You'll have to say it's where the individual does not need it for the festival. And yet... And if that's the case, then we'd have to ask that if it's not needed for the festival, are you even allowed to clear out the pits of an individual on Cholmoy? Why would the Brysa say that you're allowed to clear out the pits? You shouldn't be allowed to do that either if it's not needed for the festival. The Hatanya, do not learn how to Brysa? Boros, Sichonum, Aros. If you have pits, ditches, and caves, Shalyachid, of an individual, Kons and Maimlos Ochan. You can gather water into them. But you cannot clear them out of debris. And you can't plaster the cracks. Um, and if it was belonged to the public, if it was the public ditches, pits, and so on, you could clear them out of debris. And you can plaster the cracks. So if you're going to tell me that the previous Brysa, which allows you to clear out the debris from pits of an individual, and that's because you need to use those pits for the festival, then we can understand... Um, how to reconcile the brysa that we just mentioned and the previous brysa. The brysa that we just mentioned that does not allow you to clear out, that would be where you don't need the pits for the festival. And the brysa that we just mentioned earlier, right beforehand, that would be talking about where you do need the pits for the festival. But if we're talking about for the individual where you do need the pits for the festival, and where that's why we're allowing you to clear out, then we have to say that in that brysa, the public scenario also is where you do need the pits for the festival and yet the and yet it says that you're not allowed to dig a new pit which would then of course contradict the inference that Rabbi Yaakov um, said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that you are allowed to dig new pits uh, if it's for the sake of the festival if it's for the public so we have this whole we have this whole now circle that we need to uh, that we need to reconcile the LMI, so rather, what can it be? How do we understand the first brysa? The first brysa that says that we now have understood me refers to where you do need the pits, and yet it still says that for the public, you're not allowed to dig a new pit for the festival, even if you need it for the festival. You'll have to say, You'll have to say it's where the individual needs the pits, which would then mean that for the case of the public as well, it's where the public needs the pits. And nonetheless, the Brysa forbids digging new pits. And then we'd have to ask, but is digging new pits then forbidden where the public needs them? But didn't we have a different Brysa that says 
that if you have pits, ditches, and caves of an individual, um, you can bring water, you can gather water um, um, into them, and we can clear them out of debris. But you cannot plaster their cracks. And you cannot clear them. You're not allowed to cover them with lime. And if it's the public, you could dig them. And you could smear them with lime. So this Brisa um, very clearly says that where the public does need the pits for the festival, that you can dig them anew. You can dig new pits. So now we have a contradiction in these two Brisas. So the Gemara says, So rather it must be that this first b'risa, which forbids digging new public pits, even where the public needs them for the festival, is difficult because it contradicts the b'risa we just mentioned. And by the way, it also is in contradiction to what Rabbi Yaakov said on the name of Rabbi Yochanan. So rather we have to say that the first b'risa, we're going to have to, we'll have to reconcile it as follows and read it as follows. You can clear out pits of an individual. If the individual needs them for the festival. Then of course you can also clear out, you don't need even need to say that you can clear out a public pit if the public needs it for the festival. Where the public needs them. Because if the public needs them, then even digging anew is allowed for the public. But you're not allowed to dig new pits, ditches, and caves for the public. When the public doesn't need them. And of course, you don't even need to mention this with regard to the individual. That where the individual does not need the pit for the festival, then even clearing them out is going to be forbidden. And now we're going to bring a proof for this. He says, A precise reading of our Mishnah. Um, Proves this as well that you're allowed to dig a new pit if the public needs them for the festival. Dikatanik, as the Mishnah says, Osin called Sarche Rabim. You can tend to all of the public needs. What does the word all of the public needs come to include? Right, We could have just said you can tend to the needs of the public. What's the word all coming to include? It's coming to include a case that may otherwise not be obvious. Is it not coming to include um, digging, digging a new cistern? And uh, seemingly the mission is telling us that it's allowed if it's for the sake of the festival. So we answer, lo, no, the word kol, all, is not coming to include the case of digging a new cistern. La hadatanya, it's coming to include the following cases that are taught in a brisa. What do we say? Yotzin hadrachim. The agents of the court, the Jewish court, they can go out to, during Cholamoy to clear the rows of thorns. Ulasakin es to repair the roads. Vesha istritaos, and the market streets. And to measure the mikvahs. And if a mikvah does not have the requisite amount of water, the requisite amount of water, which is 40 sa'ah, you can then direct into it water to get it to the 40 sa'ah. And from where is it known that if the agents of the court do not go out and do all these things, during that all of the blood that spills because they didn't fix the roads and didn't clear the thorns and all that, that the Torah considers that the verse considers it as if they themselves had shed that blood. Tamalomer, the verse says um, in Deuteronomy, it says, innocent blood shall not be shed in the midst of your land, for then blood shall be upon you. 
And the basic idea there is that the Torah is telling us that a Beisdin, that a Jewish court, has to adjudicate murder cases. And the Torah says that if it's not done, then the blood that was spilled will be on the head of the Beisdin, on the head of the Jewish court. And we're saying the same thing, that if they did not clear out the streets and blood came, bloodshed came because of that, that also was on the Beisdin's head. But what we're saying is, is that, is that the word all in our mission is coming to include all of these things that we allow the Beisdin to do. So now the so so perhaps we don't have a proof from our Mishnah that you're allowed that um, that you're allowed to that uh, you're allowed to dig a new system for the public for the sake of the festival. Habehedya um, katanila. So the Gemara asks, but wait a minute. These cases of the Brisa, these cases of the Brisa, the bit what the Beisdin is allowed to do are explicitly stated in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah says, One can repair the roads, the streets, and the mikvahs. Um, and we see the Mishnah specifically says that. So we don't need the word al, or al, or kol of the Mishnah to come and teach us that you're allowed to do all that, because the Mishnah specifically says that. Rather, Rather, what does it mean when it says, and tend to all of the public needs? What does that come to include? Does it not come to include digging a new cistern? Learn from this that you are allowed to dig a new cistern for the public if it is needed for the festival, and you could dig it on Cholhamoid. Okay, um, now we're getting to a new point. We're going to get to some new stuff. We're going to talk about marking the graves, marking graves on Cholhamoid. So the Mishnah said that you can mark graves on Cholhamoid. And now what the Gemara is going to do is it's going to try to figure out a source that graves should be marked. Um, and what's the reason that graves should be marked? In order to protect people from becoming Tameh Mace, in order to, to serve as a warning for people to not step here so that people do not become unwittingly um, impure from corpse tuma, from corpse impurity. Amr Shemem Pazi, Shemem Pazi says, Remus, let's see on where do we find an allusion to marking of the requirement of marking of graves in the Torah? Tamalomar. The verse says, Vira'a etzem adam uvana etzelot siyon. So the verse in Ezekiel says, And when one sees a human bone, he will build a marker near it, which is a very good allusion to this idea that you need to set up some sort of marker so people can stay away from ritual impurity. But before Yechesel came along, before the prophet Ezekiel came along, who said that graves needed to be marked, so Ravashi responds, and according to what you're saying, that which Rav Chista said, this matter, that a Kohen, who is for any reason uncircumcised, cannot perform the temple service, um, we did not learn from the Torah of Moshe. Rav Chista said that we actually learned that from the words of the prophet Yecheskel, who said, No stranger, uncircumcised of heart or uncircumcised of flesh, shall come into my temple. And we know that the term uncircumcised of heart refers to a Kohen. Um, and we're saying that he cannot, he's disqualified from the temple service. Um, and now, seemingly, you should have the same question. Before Yecheskel came along, who said that an uncircumcised coin may not serve? 
Ella Gamar rather it must be that it was a received tradition dating back from Moses at Sinai. Um, and it wasn't it just happened to not been included in the Torah. Um, and Yecheskel came and gave it scriptural support. Hachanami, so, so too here with this ruling, with this idea of the requirement of marking graves, we'll say the same thing. It was a received tradition from Moses at Sinai. And Yecheskel came and gave it scriptural support. Rabbi said that we have a scriptural support for the requirement of, of marking graves from the following verse. Vitame tame yikra. This is a verse in Leviticus in Vayikra. And the Mitsora, somebody that has leprosy, shall call out tame tame. You should say, I'm tame and tame. Tuma koralo va'omeras loprosh. We see that he calls out tuma to anybody listening and says to them, keep away. That's why he's calling out that he's tame. Keep away so that you don't become ritually defiled. V'chein amar Rabbi Uziel barbarator Rabbi Uziel Rabban. So said Rabbi Uziel, the grandson of Rabbi Uziel the Great. Tuma Karlo Vomeris Loprosh. Tuma calls out to the passerby, the person that's Tame calls out and says, Don't come near me. Keep away from me. So we see this very clearly that you're supposed you know, that uh, that you're supposed to make sure people stay away from unwittingly becoming Tame. So the Mitsara has to call out and a grave has to be marked. But now we ask, wait a minute, that verse about the Mitsara, about the leper, um, don't we need that for something else? The Hai Lahachi Hudasa, does this verse come to teach us this rule? Don't we need it for the following b'raisa, the lesson of the following b'raisa? The tame tame yikra, he shall call out tame tame. The leper is supposed to share his misfortune with the public, so that the public can beg for mercy on his behalf. So it's not intended to alert the passerby of the existence of his ritual impurity, but rather to arouse their sympathy, sympathy so that others will daven for him. So the Gemara says, Imkain, if it's so that it's just here, that it's just a requirement for the leper in order to arouse sympathy, lichto v'tame yakrat, should have just said, and he shall call out tame, that, you know, tame, just one word, just the one-time ritual, ritual impurity. My v'tame tame, why does it say it twice? Tame tame, shmami not tarte, it must be, that the double language comes to teach us both ideas. He needs to call out that he's Tame so that to arouse sympathy, and he needs to call that he's Tame so that people will know he is and not unwittingly become Tame themselves. Okay, let's a um, couple of more um, scriptural sources for the requirement of marking graves. Abai said from here, it says before, a blind person you shall not place a stumbling block. And so to hear to set up a grave and not mark it would be putting a stumbling block before the blind. Now, Papa Omar Papa said, the Omar Solu Solu Panu Derech. The verse says in Isaiah, pave, pave, clear the road. And what you're doing here is, is you're clearing the road so that people can pass by without fear of contamination. Rav Omar, Rav said, we actually learn it from Harimu michshol miderechami. The verse says, remove the obstacle from my people's path. says, This is a verse in Exodus. And it says, And you shall make known to them the path in which they should go. Marzutcha says, The allusion is from here. It's a verse in Vayikra that says, You shall separate the children of Israel from their tuma, from their ritual impurity. Ravashi Yomar Vashi says it's from here. Ushamartem es mishmarti. 
and you shall safeguard my charge. Again, in, in, in Vayikra, you shall safeguard my charge, meaning make a safeguard, um, which is called my charge. So make a safeguard for truma, so that no one unwittingly eats truma while in a state of ritual impurity. Ravina Amaravina says, and one who sets the way, I will show him the salvation of God. Setting the way, meaning um, providing signs to indicate where people can travel. Um, we'll stop here because this is now, now we will be, be beginning a digression. So um, we'll stop here for today. Um, take good care.